Player 2, this is Player 1, plugging in. Player 1 is initiating connection. Player 1 is online. Player 1, this is Player 2, plugging in. Player 2 is initiating connection. Player 2 is online. All players have successfully connected. You are now plugged into the Plug and Play podcast. Initiating startup sequence. Tuning in to episode 78 of the Plug and Play podcast. My name is Zach, and alongside me is Tim. Welcome, minions. So, uh, it's been a full seven days since we recorded. Well, technically six. I was gonna say, we. We recorded late last week. Liar, liar, pants on fire. So, it's been six days, guys. So, six days worth of stuff has happened. So, uh, Tim. Well,. Not all of us exciting. There's always work, and there's sleeping, and there's coughing, and pooping. You don't sound like shit this week. Um, I, I sound better. It's still it's still lurking in the background. I can't hear out of my left ear, for example. Yeah, congestion. See me slap you on the right side of your face and knock out the left if it, side? If it worked, I would let you. But speaking of work, um, I didn't have to this Monday night because we closed... The entire business and had an employee appreciation party. What? Yes. Who the fuck does that? My work, not yours. Yeah, no shit. Nah. So, um... You closed on a Monday? Yep, the whole day. Really? So, we originally thought the party was just going to be, like, from 6 or 7 at night till midnight. And it was. But they also kind of sprung a surprise on us where, um, at 3.30, um, five drivers assembled teams and we did a scavenger hunt all over Vancouver. Really? And I was one of the team captains because I have a large vehicle. Yay, minivan. <laughs> it's good for something. It hauls lots of people around. Um, so I had a pretty cool team. And we uh, got a lot of the stuff knocked out. Um, we Some of the highlights were getting a stranger to put a cowboy hat on <laughs> inside of Walmart. Um, we got a picture of all four of us on a jungle gym at a dog park. Um, Where the pretty- fuck is a jungle gym at a dog park around here? Uh, the one next to Wilco, the, the rock quarry little place. Oh, yeah, okay. There's a jungle gym there. Okay. Um, we also take a picture of that one tree in the middle of the, middle of the... The dog park? No, on 164th, that lonely tree. What? You'd know it if you see it. Yeah, probably. Um, we had to find lots of weird stuff. We had to get, um, come back with 83 cents and change and a takeout menu and chopsticks, stuff like that. Um, one of the weirdest challenges was pumping and getting your receipt for exactly 30 cents of gas, which was harder than it might sound. Um, the first place we went, you can only pre-authorize up to, like, the lowest you can do is 58 cents. Huh. <laughs> and they couldn't tell me why it was 58 cents. You're like, guys, I just need to like, be 30. I have, I have 30 cents in my hand, but you won't take that money from me and pre-authorize to pump that much gas. You're like, if I just give you 58 cents and then hand you another 30 cents, you just fucking give me a receipt for 30 cents. So then we went to the pump and tried to pump just 30 cents and then stop and print a receipt. But 
pumping. This starts at 58 seconds? No. Cents? Oh, okay. No, no, <laughs> it like starts at zero, but have you ever tried to pump exactly 30 cents or something? It, we went over twice. Really? We finally got a receipt for 30 cents of gas. Um, the one picture that's out there that's going to haunt me is me trying on a dress in Walmart, because that was one of the challenges. Oh, God, that needs to be this episode. Um, it was pink and lacy, and yes, there's a picture of me in a dress out there in the internet now. Um, so that was a lot of fun. <laughs> and that was just, that was before the party. Um, we Tim got, wasn't even drunk yet, he was already cross-dressing. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even drink, had drink anything to drink yet. So we got, um, four drink tickets with our, when we showed up back to the party. The, um, scavenger hunt was good for raffle tickets for some prizes. I didn't win anything, unfortunately. But, with my drink tickets, <laughs> I bought a $18 beer that was in our cooler that I knew about. So that's Nice. Cool. That's the Abyss from Deschutes. That was a nice beer. There was dancing, there was games, um, lots of yelling during charades. Like, I, with my voice, I actually got the answer right three times, but nobody heard me, so that sucked. <laughs> uh, I, it was a pajama party, so that was fun. Lots of um, my coworkers wearing pajamas. I got some awesome money uh, pajamas that I just showed Zach. It's like... Uh, He's got some pretty nice pajama pants. It's pretty awesome. It's, it's like the design on the back of the dollar bill, the, the pyramid in the eye and all that. So that was a lot of fun. Really fun party. Um, it's good to cut loose with everybody that we work with and just hang out and dance and eat food and drink beer. It's awesome. Also this week, I watched a movie that my daughter was super excited that her mom let her watch. Um, I'm surprised my wife like said yes to this. Uh, my daughter and I watched Mad Max Fury Road together. In this wasteland, I am the one who runs from both the living and the dead. A man reduced to a single instinct. Survive. So, I still haven't seen that. You need to see that. Um, and my I question I asked her that. before is, uh, okay, after you see this movie, I want you to tell me whose story it really is. Because, you know, it's titled Mad Max, so you'd think it'd be a Mad Max story. But if you really watch the movie, it's really more about um, Charlize Theron's character, Furiosa. Hmm. I mean, the movie's even called Fury Road, which is kind of a play on her name. Yeah. So... I don't know. Just keep that in mind, listeners, if you watch that. Or Zach, when you watch it. Yeah. Zach, when you watch it. Yeah. And, and uh, Furiosa is actually a pretty kick-ass role model. She's, like, missing one arm. She's got a mechanical arm. She's total badass. She's a, a really good driver. She's at one point underneath the rig that she's driving, like, fixing it while it's in motion. What the fuck? She's a total badass. So 
I have no problems watching that with my daughter because it's, I don't know, Mad Max, it's a good movie. It's got an entire vehicle that's comprised of drums with the front of it having a guy hanging from wires playing an electric guitar that shoots flames. Is he hanging by his neck? No. He's like a shoulder ring or something. Huh. But that's his whole job is just just to provide morale for the troops with his vehicle with drums and his... I can do that. That'd be my job. Yes, it's epic. Um, lots of explosions and gymnastics. and. I have a blind guy that we could stick on the front that knows how to play guitar. Yeah? Yeah. You sure you'd want to do it? I don't know. Bruce is pretty cool. He Bruce would, No, Bruce plays drums. He'd be the guy he behind He plays the guitar, too, though, I think. I think he'd want to be behind with the drums. You could, you could be the guy on the harness. That's what works. Swing me around again! So anyway, that's those are the highlights of my week. Um, the rest is all boring stuff. What are you went up to? Yard work! Yay! So, you must have like a perfect yard by this point. Mm, you saw it on your way Actually, into the house. it was dark. I couldn't it's, see anything. I mean, it's decent, but it ain't great. No, they only pick up yard debris every two freaking weeks. So, I fill it up in like an hour and a half. And then, I have to wait two fucking weeks for them so to So, you just got done getting rid of all the leaves, but now it's February, so all the grass is going to grow. And then you're going to have to cut I got to buy a new lawnmower, too. Why? So, like, I heard, like, a clanking noise, and before I could get my lawnmower stopped, I heard a banging and cracking noise. My blade came off and almost killed me. Why are you always trying to lose your limbs? <laughs> so... I'm going to call you Stumpy. Yeah, so I would have been Stumpy if I had no feet. So, like, it broke the whole entire, like, undercarriage of my uh, lawnmower. Seriously? cut! Wow, that's scary. Yeah, so like all the like the routing part that like routes the grass up into the bag uh-huh. is all chopped off now. Awesome. Yeah, so I just a circle underneath the lawnmower now. Yeah, I, I wouldn't use that except for maybe chopping... I tightened the something. blade back up, I mean... Oh yeah, sure, that's safe. Yeah, I thought I'd give it a shot. Hmm. So, yard work, yay! Yard, yeah, you managed to make yard work dangerous. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I've been up to this week. Well, have you at least played some games? Kind of. Kind of. What I played it in the snow. We don't have any snow. No, but on the computer I have snow. Oh, so it's digital snow. It's digital snow. There's a new free-to-play game called Snow, which is an awesome exploration, open-world snowboard slash skiing slash snowmobile game that right now only has skiing. But it's really cool and a lot of fun, and I don't know why it's so fun, but it's just mindless. And well, you saw a little bit of it. It's it looks calming, like you just you just skiing you know, skiing down the hill. It's kind of zen. Yeah, except for there's a lot it's of. It's got a good title. I'm surprised no one else has had the title. Snow. <laughs> I was like looking for free to play through mm-hmm. Steam, and that popped up underneath like the fourth page in. Cool. So. Thought I'd install it, check it out. Um, it's pretty cool, except for, like you saw, there's a lot of bugs. Like, we spawned in randomly, and my guy was, like, instantly dead. It's um, funny how you die. Yeah. Just so pops up a tombstone. I like that. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm going to show you the BM, or the the freestyle course okay. during our commercial break. And when you die, you look like your body parts go, like, crazy directions, and, like, it's, Just all it's of like your a sandbox e- style like your almost. body explodes. Like, your neck goes, like, contorting around, like, a million times, and, like, your arms go flailing all over the place. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty weird. Your I hip you need to decides make a, to do a 180 You need to put you. a video of that on our, on our YouTube channel. Okay, right? I'll record it and check it out. So, and besides that, I've been playing so, a little bit of Rocket League. Not very much. Are you playing any special mode or anything? No. Although, we did play snow mode again this weekend. <laughs> so I'm seeing a theme here. Yeah, there's a lot of snow in my weekend where there was no snow outside. 
So what about you, Tim? Did you have a weekend theme? Um, there was some weather in one of my games. Um, not so much the other one. I'm pretty much... I guess there is a theme, actually. I'm only playing games that have the word 4 in it. Okay. I've been playing Fallout 4. So, like, Girl Gone Wild 4? Uh, if there is that title, I guess that would, that would fit, but I didn't play that. Leisure um, Suit Larry 4? That I have played, but not this week. Okay. Um, so, Fallout 4... I'm just kind of grinding along. I want to get this one perk, uh, McCready. The tricky part is McCready only likes you if you steal things. And I don't like getting caught stealing things. So. I don't like stealing things either in Fallout 4. I don't know why I try to be such a good guy. I should just blow everybody's brains out. Well, I don't care about that. It's just I don't want to like, like have everyone fight me and I have to kill them. And then I don't have interaction with like a whole city anymore. Yeah. So I'm trying to be stealthy and pick locks and steal stuff in Diamond City. Um, to get his approval rating up, so he'll give me his headshot perk. Um, so that's what I'm currently working on in Fallout 4. Hmm. And I played this other short indie game called Three Fourths Home. Um, since I've been sort of on a conversation game kick, I thought I'd finish out my trifecta of last week with um, Her Story and Oxenfree. And I wanted to like this game, Three Fourths Home. Um, but tell me why you didn't. Well, okay. So, it's obviously crafted by a very small team, and there's a limited number of graphical assets, which they use well. The game is literally just <clears throat> you in a car, driving through a storm, trying to get back home, and you're on the phone with your mother, and that's pretty much it. So, there's, like, the car. Is there something happening on the phone with your mother? Like, is she dying, or...? Kind of. You went away to college, and you pretty much haven't been in contact with the family, so she's kind of berating you for that. And you have conversation choices periodically. Um, so you can kind of change the conversation a little bit. What I didn't like was that it was a lot of reading. It wasn't audio. It would have been... Ooh, that sucks. The other thing I didn't like is you didn't have that much control. Um, of the car? At all. Like, if you stop pushing down gas, like the music ramps down and the, the rain stops pouring, which is kind of a cool effect... But the only choices you have is is sometimes you get to choose in the conversation which way it goes by saying... So you can't just drive head-on in the traffic? No, you can't even you can't even steer. You can, however, operate the headlights, the um, radio or the tape player, and the um, windshield wipers. So you okay. can actually choose to drive through the storm. With no headlights on? If I was to play the game again, I might choose to see what happens if I turn the headlights off and the windshield wipers off and drive into this this storm. Tor Spoilers for um, three-fourths home. There's a tornado warning. Oh, shit. And it's closer to your parents' home than it is to you. So there is some tension. Um, I would have liked the game more if there was less reading. At one point, your little brother actually reads you a whole story. And while it's an interesting story, it's just a lot of reading. Um, so the game becomes more... More of a visual novel than a game, I guess. And I know there's always arguments about what what is a game. But I didn't feel like I had much agency in the game. I was just reading it and experiencing it. Um, kind of like you saying that you don't watch movies. Yeah. I felt more like I was watching a movie. And it has cool art style, black and white. Um, it's got the outlines of buildings on one side and then the yeah. corn stalks on the other. And it looks kind of cool. And it's a cool uh, project. It just didn't resonate with me. Um, so this is sort of my audio review. Um, 
I don't know if I'm going to write up a review because I don't typically like to trash on... I could tell this is someone's passion project. There's a very limited number of people on it. The other strange thing about this is there was an epilogue. What? There's an epilogue of an imaginary conversation with your mother while you're waiting for a bus stop. And that part was really weird. Because, like, if you choose the wrong thing, your inner voice will say, no, that's not what mom would have said. What? So it gets, <laughs> it gets really strange. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about the epilogue. I'm going to think about it a little bit more. Um, and there's an achievement if you get on the wrong bus. So that's kind of fun. There's actually more um, choices in the epilogue than there is in the main game. Huh. So, yeah, that's three-fourths home. Um, good music. Um, I really wish the dialogue was vocal instead of just text. But there it is. Huh. Well, that kind of sucks. Yeah. Oh, well. Short game, you said. Short game. So. Hour long. $2. $2 or $3. It's on uh, Steam or, X or PS4 if if that sounds interesting to you. Yeah, if boring sounds interesting to you. Yeah, I can't disagree with you, unfortunately. I know. That's the reason why you can't disagree with me. There's time to tell them why they should like and rate us on iTunes and Stitcher and plug in or tune in. They well, should plug in... On it on TuneIn to plug and play podcast. You, you see what I did there? Eh, yeah, eh, too many eh. things plugging in. That's um, what she said. So, would you rather be skiing on snow, plummeting down the mountain, doing tricks, having a good time? Until a tombstone pops up? Well, then, no. There's not going to be a tombstone because you have a good time. Okay. Or would you rather be doing that or would you rather be swept away in a tornado? You so, still having a good time? Nope. Uh, you're on the phone with your annoying ass mother. You're on the phone with your mother and a tornado kills you. Ah, shit, that sucks. Yeah, well, life happens. Like, life can take you many different directions. You could be having fun in the snow, or you could be buried in it. Yeah. And karma is a real thing. Karma, So, bitch. you want to be on the right side of karma. You want to like us and rate us on iTunes so that you have fun in the snow, not die in it. So, that's why you should like us and rate us on iTunes. Okay, sounds good. We'll be right back after this music break. tuning back in and listening to that awesome music break brought to us by somebody that we just put in there. Yeah, that was really good. It was really awesome. Like, really good. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Yeah, exactly. So, um... Enough of that. Let's have some tasty treats. This can's huge. Um, this can is actually taller than my son's head. So, this is from a Crowler, which is a pretty recent development for breweries. Um, I'm black! That's just your thumb. Um, so you can go to some breweries now or tap rooms and they will put beer in a can for you and seal it. But it's a giant can. This has to be... Oh, it's like... 32 ounces maybe? 30 to 40? I'm anticipating it'll fill both of our pints glasses. 
I would think that and some. It doesn't really say. That's it doesn't weird. really say in this one. Um, so this is from uh, 5440. It's a local brewery. Um, I think it's based in Brush Prairie. Um, 54 degrees, 40 minutes, brewing company. It has to do with some kind of land dispute back in the day. Um, the brew we're enjoying is Cascadia, a Kolsch-style ale. Um, it's got a imported Pilsner malt and a classic German yeast, so it should be pretty easy, light-drinking beer. Um, so this would be awesome in the summer. But I'm going to go ahead and crack this crawler open. Here's a question, Tim. Leonardo or Michelangelo? Oh... Uh. He wisely didn't bring out Donatello because we'd both fight over that. Um, or Raphael. I'm going to go Leonardo. Okay. All right, so here, I'm crack this big big boy. Really wish you guys could see how big this is. We'll take a photo of it. Photo can be found at plug underscore and underscore play underscore on Instagram or Twitter. Somewheres. Somewhere on the interweb. Just look for plug underscore and underscore play underscore. So do you think there'll be any beer left after we pour two points or not? I would not think so. Okay, maybe there will be. Just a little bit. Tiny little bit left. Like, yeah. like maybe a finger. You can guess which finger. All right. It doesn't matter on my hand. Oh, hold up. Yeah. Turn the label towards me. This is... This is Turn the label the book can do with me. It's all smeared, so uh, it's not really... It's a handwritten label. I don't know why the camera's being stupid. Hold on, guys. This is a live photo. Well, it was live when we recorded it. Well, the time you listen to it, it's not live anymore. Not live. So, guys... That's pretty and all, but let's drink sneak it. Sneak peek. That one's yours. Episode 78. Hashtag huge beer. Alright, that is a lot live, even though I just posted underneath my own personal account on accident. So the <laughs> underscore dark legend on Twitter. And you haven't even been drinking. Cheers. Yet. Awesome, cheers. Ooh, that's not too bad. No. I actually like that. Light and crisp. It is. Something you can drink a lot of. Yeah, that's so really cheers cool. cheers to 5440. Nice job. Thank you, thank you, 5440. So, that brings us to our next segment. Time to kick it. All right, guys. Tim, you want to kick us off this week? Sure. Or should I kick us off, and then you can tell us about a fail? Sure, why don't you kick us off? Okay, so, guys, I am coming live with The Dissonant, a digital graphic novel by Pander Bros, by The Pander Bros. So, The Dissonant is an international political thriller set in the near future, a young American dissident escapes to Amsterdam only to discover there is nowhere you can run from injustice. Follow the, in the adventures of Hans Noble, an American exile who escapes to Amsterdam after the America's de uh, democracy, democracy collapses. So Trump wins. So, yeah, right when Trump wins, guys. Um, but before we go any further, I'm going to let these guys talk to you about it themselves. Hi, we're the Panda Brothers. I'm Arnold. And I'm Jakob. We're indie comics creators and filmmakers based in Portland, Oregon. And we're doing a Kickstarter to color our 336-page interactive graphic novel, The Dissident. Our first book hit the stands in 1986, Grendel Devil's Legacy, written and created by Matt Wagner. Over time, we've created many original works, including Secret Broadcast, Exquisite Corpse, Accelerate, and most recently, Girl Fiend for Dark Horse Comics, while also putting our own spin on the heroes we grew up with. 
including the series Batman City of Light. But there's one comic that was our most ambitious original project of all. One that would take nearly a decade to complete from its original inspiration all the way through to publication. The Dissident. And before it was finished, it would take us across the world on a two-year journey to our original homeland of Holland in the city of Amsterdam and would chart the course of our lives in ways we never expected. Out of print now for over a decade, The Dissident is an international political adventure set in the near future. About a young American exile who escapes to Europe after America's democracy collapses. He soon discovers that in our interconnected world there's no escape from tyranny and injustice. In 1988 we headed off to Amsterdam and for the next two years we immersed ourselves in writing and illustrating a story about a young American dissident. Originally published in 1994 by Dark Horse Comics with the title Triple X, a nod to Amsterdam's coat of arms. This 336-page project was planned as a full-color book, but by the time all the artwork was delivered, the industry had shifted. We had to face the economic reality that our vision for the dissident would not be fully realized. And that the book would now ultimately be published in black and white. In spite of this setback, the series was released to critical praise and was eventually released as a graphic novel. Then a few years ago, we were informed that the last 1,500 copies were shredded by the distributor without our knowledge. But since its original release, a new revolution has transpired, empowering artists and storytellers to create and distribute their own work around the world through digital publishing. Recently, while looking through our flat drawers, we discovered the original treatment that was proposed to Dark Horse Comics. When we saw the original title on the manuscript, we realized it was time to bring back the dissident for the 21st century. We now plan to release the dissident in full vivid color the way it was originally intended. We have recently obtained all of the original art scans and have been combing through the pages, cleaning up and remastering the artwork where needed, and preparing to color each page. We've also uncovered all of our original photo reference of Amsterdam, which was used to create authentic street scenes and will be used as color reference. The remastered book will be released online with interactive links to many of the locations in the story. You'll be able to take a virtual tour of the dissident by clicking on certain pages and being sent to Amsterdam via Google Maps and see where the actual adventure takes place. We have created a dedicated website, thedissidentdaily.com, where we will release a new page every day throughout 2016, culminating in the 20-year anniversary of the graphic novel. The Dissident series and graphic novel will also be available for sale on our digital imprint, Fuse Comics, which you can find through Comixology, the number one digital comics source online. We have a number of exciting rewards, including rare copies of the original printed series, original art including drawings and paintings, your own digital copies of the new color edition, prints, and more. Kickstarter is all or nothing, so it's important that we raise the full amount or we won't be able to finance this project. But with your support, we can make this project a reality. Thank you for checking out The Dissident. We hope you'll be part of bringing The Dissident back to life in full vivid color. So that was the project creators. Um, so they are looking for 15,000 US dollars. They have 23 days to go. They currently have 59 backers at $3,730. Um, this is their second um, created project. For $1, you can join the revolution. You'll get the updates as the dissident develops towards its online release. $5, you get a personalized digital thank you card um, and a media shout out. $10 behind the scenes, you'll receive, you'll receive a digital copy of the original seven-page proposal of the dissident that started it all, plus a PDF development sketchbook of the dissident that includes many of the original sketches and inspirations made while living in Amsterdam and throughout the creation of the series. Um, 
$30, you get it re the Dissident Remastered. Scrolling on down, let's see what some of the higher pledges are. Um, with the highest pledge being... 5,000 US dollars. Two of them left, guys, so hurry up, hurry up. A custom mural in your home. Want an awesome painting on one of your walls? We'll paint an original art work original work in your kids room man cave or wherever you vision your vision takes you we will create a painting up to 50 square feet 5 by 10 within 50 miles of portland oregon which is lucky for us because that is within our driving range it's not bad i mean no. five grand's a bit of money but a 50 square foot mural in your home yep of is it of whatever you want yeah i'm assuming plus the dissonant remastered mm. and colored digital graphic novel sketchbook and original proposal pdf the Dissident T-shirt, full-color printed postcard of the Dissident, iconic running figure, signed by them. All three of the printed books, Girlfriend, Accelerant, Tasty Bullet, which is a would look great alongside our Tasty Treat. Um, and those are also signed by them, including the original sketchbooks, um, a digital graphic novel bundle in PDF format, which is pretty freaking awesome. $1,750. You get original cover painting from issue number 7 of the printed Triple X series, which hopefully has some sort of boobies on it. Because if not, then why would you call it Triple X? Unless it was that crappy Vin Diesel movie. It was a better comic that the Vin Diesel movie was based on. Okay. Or, the movie came second, the comic was first. Okay, sounds good. Well, I like... The comic, I'm sure, was great. Movie was meh. Had the, Vin the Diesel. The comic was better than the movie. That's good. It didn't have a little pissed off, roided out midget. Okay. I don't know. I didn't read that comic, but I know I, I'm pretty sure it was better. Okay, well then in that same case it probably still did have movies. But anyways, um yeah. So that is the dissident. So head over to Kickstarter.com and check out The Dissident, a political thriller graphic novel by the Pander Brothers who are in our area, so that's pretty yeah. cool. Um so I bring you a cautionary tale for my kick it. Yeah. Um, not every, this happens especially, I think, in games, but not every crowdfunded game actually sees the light of day and shows up on the Steam Marketplace. Um, I'm going to read you, should I read you the headline or let you just play the audio first? Why don't you, why don't we just let them listen to the audio real quick? Okay. No, no, well, no, because it's not going to have the punch. Read them the headline, Tim. Ant Simulator cancelled after developers blow crowdfunding money on booze and strippers. <laughs> and here's the audio. Hello, everyone. So, this is going to be the worst video I've ever had to make. But as you can probably see from the title, Ant Simulator is going to be cancelled. I can't work on Ant Simulator anymore. I recently found out that my ex-business partners were secretly stealing company money. They had secretly spent the overwhelming majority of both our Kickstarter money and the Ant Simulator investment money on liquor, restaurants, bars, and even strippers. This, among many other reasons, uh is the reason why it has become exceedingly clear to me that I cannot have my career associated with these guys. My ex-business uh, partners directly said to me, if you release Ant Simulator without us, I will sue you. I really don't have any options. 
uh, a year and a half ago, I signed an LLC agreement with them. I trusted them, and they had been my friends for 11 years. I made the mistake of trusting them. <laughs> Booze and strippers. Uh, classic. So, yeah, this guy needs some new friends, um, clearly. They, they, <laughs> they royally screwed him. They, um, they set up the LLC for his company with this crowdfunded money. They listed themselves as consultants, which means... They don't necessarily have to work, but they do get to spend the money. Um, they said that they would sue him if he ever tried to publish this game without them. Um, and meanwhile, they spent all of his money on booze and strippers. So I sure hope that was a really good lap dance. I can only see how that business meeting went. So uh, another lap dance for me and my partner here. Oh yeah, that's the, that's the best part. Those strip club visits, they listed as business meetings and they took minutes, so that legally it was a considered a business meeting. Guys, we should definitely do an ant simulator where the ant gives you a lap dance like this chick's giving me. Yes. Alright guys, that was a business meeting. Now more boobs. Worst friends ever. <laughs> so, um, just be aware whenever you back a game or a comic or whatever it is that you're not guaranteed to actually get a finished product. It's sort of a gamble. It's not like a pre-order at GameStop. Um, this, is, this is a project that... You're... That may or may not. You're helping literally kickstart a dream, and it might fail. Especially if the developer has friends that are total shitbags like this guy. <laughs> well, anybody who destroys has an addiction to alcohol and strippers and. I mean, look at these guys. Do you really think these guys are going to make a game? No, no, but they do like look like they'd have a good time out at the strip club with your money. Right, especially <laughs> especially if it's your money, not theirs. Yeah. So, that's our cautionary tale for Kickstarter this week. Man. Moving on to game industry news and events. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to start us off? Sure. Uh, it's a new month, uh, February, so we got some new games. If you are a PlayStation Plus or Xbox Live Gold member um, for PlayStation uh, Plus, you get uh, six games. Um, you get Grid Autosport. Um, Helldivers, Democracy Strikes Back, which looks pretty interesting. Persona 4, Arena Ultimix. Uh, Lemmings Touch. And Nova 111. Never heard of any of those. Well, I've heard of Persona 4, but... Oh, this is actually a fighting game based on Persona 4. Never so, heard of it, then never mind. So it's actually a sequel. It's not Persona 4 Golden. No. This is the Kingdom Hearts bullshit all over again. So it's actually the second fighting game based so on... So this is technically Persona Dream Drop Gummy Bear. Well, it's just the characters from the actual cool game fighting each other. That's all it is. Never mind. Never heard of it. Uh, Lemmings Touch. You've heard of Lemmings. Those are suicidal little things that you... No, you haven't heard of Lemmings? No. Um, I haven't heard of any of the other ones. I have heard of Helldivers. It's a four-player four game. It's supposed to be pretty good. Oh, is that like the uh, airplane one? I think airplanes are involved. Okay. Um, I'm going to be checking it out. Um, Grid Autosport looks sort of like Forza, kind of. Hmm. It's, a, it's a car game, so, eh. Um, Xbox owners have a lot more to be happy about. No shit, Xbox is kicking ass. Like, I, like really, like, if there was, like, if I buy a next-gen, it's going to have to be an Xbox. 
So, their games aren't amazing, but they're better. Um, Xbox One, you get Hands of Fate, which is a fun little That's card. That's a cool little game. It's a fun card game with the um, the dealer just does all cracking jokes at you and make it funny the whole time you're playing. Um, it's a cool game. Um, I think it's been free on a PlayStation Plus, so... It might have been. I don't know. We had it for Steam. Maybe. Uh, the other game is has definitely been uh, free for PlayStation Plus, and that is Sticks Master of Shadows. That's where you play the little goblin. It's sort of like um, Assassin's Creed in a way, where you're sneaking around, killing people. Huh. Xbox 360 gets Sacred Citadel, which I have no idea what it is. But they also get Gears of War 2, which is a pretty good game. That is uh, so, my favorite Gears of War. So, that's what you get for gear, for Games of Gold this, this month. That's what you get for Gears of Gold. Gears of Gold. Games of Plus. Game. <laughs> what other news do we have, Zach? Alright, guys. Have you ever... Well, if you have the Xbox three or Xbox One, not Xbox three sixty, but the Xbox One, and you have the EA access, you'll be pleased to announce or hear that uh, Madden sixteen is now going to be free on EA access. So that bundle, that four ninety nine a month, mm-hmm. is giving you like some pretty sick games. You have Dragon Age Inquisition. Right. You have Madden like sixteen. You have NBA two K fourteen and fifteen, I believe. You have, like, all of your sports games. Uh, FIFA 14. It's looking better than PlayStation Plus this month, for sure. And it's only four ninety nine a month. Well, that's 60 bucks a year. It's pretty much the same as the other two, right? Yeah, but you're getting, like, multiple $60 games. Yeah, that's true. So, and they're adding it to them. Or adding to it. So, um, and then in, in 16 news... Sticking along the lines of 16. Mm-hmm. 16 and pregnant star NBA 2K16 <laughs> <laughs> is being legally sued over illegal tattoo use. What What's illegal tattoo use? That sounds, so, that sounds shady. So what this is, guys, is... Uh, um, tattoo company Solid Oak Sketches has filed a lawsuit against 2K... Take-Two... Sorry. Take-Two Interactive and Visual Concepts claiming the companies failed to acquire the necessary licenses to show tattoos, uh, licenses for tattoos shown in NBA 2K16. Salto claims there are eight tattoo designs in NBA 2K16, including a cloud and dove design on LeBron James' forearm and butterflies on Kobe Bryant's arm that are infringing on its copyrights. According to ESPN... Which is now the ESPN of esports, guys. Just that's another gaming news industry thing for you as well to know. Uh, according to ESPN, Solid Oak showed in its filing that it obtained the necessary copyrights for these tattoos and others in 2015. The letter wrote to, to Take Two Individual Concepts, informing them they could license the tattoos for $1.1 million. So in- a $500 tattoo or. I don't know. Let's say even say a thousand dollar tattoo. They're gonna license it for one million. Exactly. That seems legitimate. Exactly. So in Solid Oak's lawsuit, which you can see um, on Game Informer, the company points out that the increased tattoo customization options was one of the elements used to promote NBA 2K16. The game was released in October 2015. So wait, wait, wait. They're legitimately saying that people bought this game not because you could play bas- basketball as famous people. But because their tattoos are in the game. Exactly. 
<laughs> Any judge is going to just laugh their ass well, I'm trying to think of that the same people that own Ant Simulator are backing Oak. How they've moved on. Yeah, they've moved on. They're over there now. They're like, guys, we need more stripper and booze uh, funding. Alright, um, uh, Tattoos! NBA, 2K16, Tattoos, LeBron James, Kevin Bryant, let's do this. It's in the game. It's in the game. So, uh, the game released in October, enjoying a record-breaking launch and shipping 4 million copies. Solid Oak is seeking 158,000 per reported infringement. A Take-Two representative declined to comment when approached by GameSpot. As ESPN points out, Solid Oak's lawsuit is not the first from a tattoo designer involving a video game. Tattoo artist Victor Escobedo sued the now-defunct THQ for $4.1 million over a tattoo he designed for UFC fighter Carlos Condit in UFC Undisputed. He ended up getting $22,500. Which is way more than any tattoo reasonably would cost. So basically, what you all these famous, like all these tattoo artists should just give free tattoos to any famous person and sue the shit out of anybody they copyright their body to. I don't know. Once the tattoo's on your body, are you trying to say that the artwork still belongs to the artist and not, like, you're just going to blur people out that have tattoos? Like, that's part of their body now. It's got, like, a stick, a big old, like, nudity sensor bar across it's their just body. Just on his arm, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, on his arm. He's, he's like, going up to shoot. He's, like, all, like, missi- missing, no, like, from Pokemon. It's, like, big old I object sketchy. to that. Like, this I is am bullshit. not saying that tattoo is not artistry, but... I'm what? saying you don't own it the second you lay it on somebody's skin. It's a personal thing, too. You are talking about people's bodies. And once you decide to decorate that person's body, you kind of relinquish control. Like, yeah. you're going to say that that person can't go to a certain kind of party because he has your tattoo on? Like, where does the control end? Hey, uh, you can't be taking my church cross, like, tattoo into a strip club. Well, I mean, you're going to say you're damaging my reputation. Like, yeah. I'm, a, I'm an established tattoo artist. I can't... Have my tattoos be seen in a bingo parlor. Yeah. Or whatever. Like Backpage.com. You cannot be doing my tattoos on Backpage.com. So, I don't know. I don't know how you listeners feel about this, but I think it's bullshit. I think it's bullshit. I mean, it, it's like... Say, like, they were... Why aren't they suing the people on TV? Like, ESPN plays LeBron James at least, like, once a week in some sort of basketball f- uh, form or fashion. Yeah, it still I mean, cracks me up that they think that's what's selling. Kobe Bryant and them have all been in like TV ads and stuff like that. So where the fuck are they suing them? If I could do a really good haircut on a guy, um, maybe I should sue unless his haircut design is licensed by me for six hundred thousand dollars. That's a good idea. What if I'm a dentist and I do a really good reconstructive job on someone's teeth? I'm gonna put a really nice grill in his mouth. I'm like, hey, 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 hey! I did little John's grill. You can't be fucking copyrighting that shit, man. That's my grill. I don't know. Yeah. So. Seems pretty sketchy to me. Seems pretty fucking sketchy. So. But we got some game releases. Games came out. They did. Um, so, this game was originally on PS Vita. It's actually a lot of fun. It's called Gravity Rush. Um, the version that's coming out is called Gravity Rush Remastered for PlayStation 4. Oh, no shit, huh? Yep. You get to play a girl that can... Rush. She can suspend gravity. So she can, like, run up the sides of buildings and stuff. And she has a magic cat. So, pretty cool. Just Alice in Wonderland? Uh, no, but there's some of that kind of world-twisting going okay. on. It's not everything's as it seems. There's things popping out of portals at coming at you and stuff. So it's portals in Alice in Wonderland? Kind of. Okay. Did I mention there's a cool cat? 
Yep. Um, Final Fantasy Explorers for 3DS. It's also coming out this week. And XCOM 2 for PC for all you strategy lovers. Yeah, so what do you think about XCOM 2? You think they're going to be coming to console? They haven't announced it yet. So far, they're still strictly, it's a PC-only game. I I think they won't, just because I don't think they sold that well on consoles. I don't think they did either, but it was a huge hit on the PC. Right. I I don't know that it's a console te- technology limitation. I think it's like, is it really worth our money to develop it if it's not going to sell the consoles? Okay. So, if I had to bet, no. Okay. So, yeah. Those are the games. Uh, the big games are coming out this week. Sweet. Well, Tim, you got a question for them? We do. Um, going back to our last story, I think we made our opinion pretty clear. Yeah. But Bullshit. What, what do you do? You think tattoo artists own the art after it's on a person? Let us know. Sounds good, guys. So until next time on episode 79, which can we just rewind 10 episodes and do episode 69 again? Well, that's just 69 with 10 fingers. That's true. That's 60. Yeah. All right, well, guys, check us out at Facebook.com forward slash Plug and Play Show. Twitter at Plug underscore and underscore Play underscore. Same on Instagram. Check us out at TheButtonSmashers.com or mail us, email us at mail at PlugInPlayProduction.com. So until next time, guys, don't forget to prime and shine. Hey guys, and thanks for tuning in to episode 78 of the Plug and Play podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and alongside me is his t- mm. <laughs> I'm Tim. <laughs> you Tim. Okay, Zach gets to start over. Uh.